Hey there, Taco the Towners. Dave from Taco the Town here. We here at Taco the Town hope everyone is having a great holiday season and Taco Sember so far. And to help celebrate, we are re-airing some classic Taco the Town holiday episodes from the past six years of the podcast. I know I always love a good classic holiday special, and we recorded a real good one for you way back in December of 2018 when we recorded our first holiday cocktail party episode with guests Brady Goodman and Katie Crawford and our old pal Chris Lost even joined in. We recorded this show at one of the coolest places we've ever done the show, the old Tiki Bar, Tiki Cat, which sadly closed during COVID. It was in Westport. We miss it every day. What a great place to do the show and have a drink. Well, it may be gone, but we will always have this special night where we shared some holiday frivolities, sang some festive songs, and decked them halls the only way we knew how. So let's go back. What do you say? Back to episode 57 of the show. Hope you like it. Happy holidays from Taco the Town. podcast where it's always taco tuesday i'm your host dave and i've never met a taco i didn't like it's the holiday season and i'm sure you are about to attend a holiday cocktail party or two with friends family or your place of employment so we here at taco the town thought we'd have a holiday cocktail party of our own with some of our taco the town all-star guests that have joined us on episodes throughout this past year, 2018, the year of the taco. So on today's episode, we are on location from a great place to get cocktails here in Kansas City. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some cocktails. And like most holiday cocktail parties, this one is guaranteed to go off the rails. Welcome to Taco the Town's Holiday Cocktail Party. Taco the Town, Taco the Town. Let's find out where our holiday cocktail party will be taking place. This week, we will be coming to you live from Tiki Cat, one of our favorite cocktail spots in the basement of Hopcat, located in the heart of Westport. Tiki Cat is a secret oasis featuring authentic tiki cocktails and decor. Located at 401 Westport Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111. Without further ado, let's listen in on all the festive fun we had at this year's Taco the Town Holiday Cocktail Party. 
We're coming to you live on location from Tiki Cat at 401 Westport Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111. Tiki Cat is a relaxed, island-inspired hideaway for tropical cocktails amid tiki decor and colorful artwork located in the basement of Hopcat in Westport. I guess this is a basement. Would you call this a basement, co-host Chris Garibaldi? I would definitely call it a basement. <laughs> Probably one of the coolest basements I've ever been in. Now, it is. do note, we had to push a button to get in. Are we supposed to be saying the address? Oh, oh, is this? No, I think. I don't know. I think people okay. know it's, okay. it's here. It's yeah. commercially available. Secret? <laughs> is it not? Maybe that's just how much of a square I am. I had never heard of it. Tiki Cat was recently voted best tiki bar in the world in 2017 when it opened by Kritiki.com. It is a secret oasis, but I guess a lot of people know about it because it's very popular here in Kansas City. Kansas City once had a very rich tiki bar culture, and now I think this is really the only tiki bar in the city, and it's, it's a beautiful tiki bar. Let's meet this week's special holiday episode cocktail guests. We've got some Taco the Town All-Stars with us tonight. <laughs> we are joined by a former guest. She was on the Taco Republic episode. She's an advertising copywriter, a Grammy-winning part-time professional singer. Would that be true? That is correct. And a very part-time voiceover artist, a traveler, and podcast enthusiast. She's also a serial dater. That kind of sounds bad. She's Don't like, worry. are you still serial dating? I'm harmless. <laughs> She's like a praying mantis. After the date, she bites the man's head off. Whoa, you, whoa, you can whoa. follow right? her exploits on her Twitter account uh, by checking hashtag Katie Dates. How is hashtag Katie Dates going? Been on any good or bad Katie Dates recently? Well, Katie Dates has kind of been on hold for a moment. If you remember from the last episode that I was on at Taco Republic, I had recently gone on a date to the drive-in. Yeah. And I saw two really, really horrible movies. Um, I don't even remember what they were. <laughs> but I'm still seeing that guy. Oh, no way. So it was yeah. successful. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the guy who, he did something weird, didn't he? They all do something <laughs> weird. <laughs> he. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't, he didn't put his chair down. He didn't, like bring blankets and lay them down in the back of his truck and like with yeah, pillows, right? I, yeah. I, I brought a lot of snacks. <laughs> I, I bring a lot to all sure, my dates, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought a lot of candy. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't bring anything. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't pull any drive-in moves either. Right. But you, you were okay with there that. There were no the drive-in moves. Yeah. So that's right. Maybe another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about this. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Katie Crawford. She seems so comfortable talking about that. We should probably keep (laughs) talking about that. Thank you for joining us on this special holiday cocktail review episode of Taco the Town. And we are also joined by a former guest. He was on the El Fagon episode. Mm. Such a good episode. That episode. If you want to go ahead, uh, she's got a Grammy. So if you want to go ahead and lie and add something okay. to mine, I can add I something in there. That. He's Maybe got an Oscar yeah. <laughs> for his work on The Color Purple. He was uh, a horticultural yes. specialist on that film. He Thank uh, you. he planted all the flowers that you see in right. Color Cece Purple. And Cece's, specifically Cece's scenes. Correct. Such a moving yes. performance. Right? Thank yeah. you. I cried. 
He is a radio personality on 99.7 The Point in the afternoons, 2 yes. to 5. 8-ish. 2 to 8-ish. Eight 8-ish. Eight well, that's eight. a lot of me, dude. That is a lot. That's a lot of me. <laughs> He's a freelance audiovisual producer. He lives in my hometown, beautiful Stanley, Kansas, oh, which I introduced him to. Yes, and you did. He said, I've got to move here. <laughs> right away. They've got a great price <laughs> chopper here. i got to move here. <laughs> they really do. He appeared in my film, The Last Jayhawker. He played basketball player number five. Where's my awards for that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's what the Oscar was yes, for. Yeah, that's you. right. Yes. Welcome Scratch back to Taco hey. the Town, Brady Goodman. L- listen, it's a pure pleasure. I want to say congrats to you guys on a great podcast. And you guys have won some awards, right, since I've been here last. You were nominated, at least, by we the were pitch nominated, thing. yeah. And then I'm sure that was a raw deal that you didn't win, but you and can't then, win them all. But we were recognized by Aventra. <laughs> now, I'm going to start off by saying something that could be wildly offensive, but it's about tiki culture. One of your other former guests is a pretty good friend of mine, Keenan. Yes. He Duh. was on the taco uh, Mission Taco Joint episode. Yeah, Keenan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. And he used to talk about tiki culture became big during World War II. Post-World War II, Because, right? right? Do you guys know this? That's right. I do know that, in fact. Because it was like a swinger thing for all the fighter pilots so that it would... Right? Do you know this? Is this like obvious and I'm just repeating no. poorly? I'm actually looking I'm around in, I'm enjoying fighter this pilots. Fact. Let's so go. <laughs> fighter pilots would throw tiki parties and then they would essentially all be swingers so oh. because they wouldn't come back often and they wanted to make that connection so that their families would be taken care of by the survivors and the other families. That's what I understand. So now whenever I hear about tiki culture, now that could be a complete lie. That could be Keenan setting me up with a story. I, I'm so, let me, uh, the logistics super, of it confuse me. So the fighter okay. pilots would throw a tiki party. They would invite people who weren't going no, no, back to war. No, all fighter pilots. Oh, here so are drinks. Our they, drinks are here. Our, our drinks are served. Which, one? uh, Which one's that? Planter's Punch. That's mine, thank day. you. I've got a Planter's Punch. The daiquiri is me, I believe. <laughs> Chris got a daiquiri. Classic for a classic. Yeah. Well, and does that class oh. comes with age? It's the only thing that comes with age. We've got a mai tai for Brady. Yes. Thank oh, you. nice. Thank you. Oh my God. That the is mine. come with the with the dolphin. You take the a banana dolphin. My That's going on the Instagram. So jealous. <laughs> That's going on the Instagram right there. Now, have you guys ever been to Tiki Cat before? Never. First time. Katie. This is my maybe third time. Oh, wow. nice. Okay. What are your thoughts on tiki drinks? Are you a regular tiki drink drinker? I am not. This is a special occasion kind of a place for me. And I don't think I recall the swinger culture reference that Brady was just talking about. <laughs> I thought it was he was going to go down a cultural appropriation route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I don't, is it, also true. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, I again, I that could be totally false, but that's what I always think of because that's what Keenan told me. Keenan doesn't seem like... He doesn't seem like a historian or a liar, so it could go either way. Right. But wouldn't it be sailors instead of fighter pilots? Just well, curious. because they were they were stationed often in Hawaii on on the coast and on the islands, right? Because that's closer to wherever we were bombing at the time. No, I'm looking around here. I don't see a lot of swinger swingering couples. I think. I think this is more of a couples that don't want to swing type well, place. Yeah. Well, I, I don't see a lot of fighter pilots from World War II either. Dates, so I, I don't definitely know. do. Right. Yeah. Well, they, they're all dead. Yeah. I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would imagine. I have an idea for uh, Taco the Town as well to take this podcast to the next level. I don't know if you guys are into uh, 
cryptocurrency. I'm thinking for you guys, uh, taco coin, right? Taco coin. You get it? Start the taco coin now, and then I can get in on the ground level, and you guys blow it up, and then we all get rich. It's a virtual coin? Yes. Taco coin. It's like Bitcoin, but tastier. This sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Do sure. you eat the coins? Are they I mean, taco flavored? I think they're digital. Oh. So you can't, you know, it's like Bitcoin, but different. <laughs> now, again, just like, I'm not, just like I'm not, just like I'm not a historian, I'm also, I know nothing about finances or virtual currency. I've got to say, I'm not a historian either, because I'm pretty sure it's not accurate that all the World War II <laughs> fighter pilots are dead. I'm going to Google that. I'm going to take that back, I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to sincerely thank them for their service. No, of course. Of course. Chris, are you a big tiki tiki bar guy? You've been to a lot of tiki bars? I have been to this tiki bar once before. I have not been to a lot of tiki bars. I am not a big tiki. I, I enjoy it thoroughly, but I'm not a, not a big tiki what do you enjoy most patron. about it? The slee stack. The what? The picture of the slee the stack. The slee stack. I think it's to the to the left, my left oh, over yeah, here. Oh yeah, I love that. When and, I was and a, the creature from the Black Lagoon is here too. Yeah. When yeah. I was a child, I used to watch rabidly watch Land of the Lost every Saturday morning. And then when I worked at Warner Brothers, I purchased the entire Land of the Lost series on DVD, and then made my daughter watch it, and she got obsessed with it too. So we're very uh, slee stacks were the evil guys, the evil serpents in Land with of the, the Lost. With the big bug eyes. Yeah. What was okay, the deal? Now I know exactly what you're talking about. I did not understand that reference at all. If someone could get Gary Lezak down here and get a picture of him with a sleaze stack, Lezak with a sleaze stack. When is he going to be a guest on the Talk yeah. of the Town it, podcast? I'm saving all the weathermen for down the road. There's a lot of weathermen to get serious. through. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the way that I feel about weathermen. Uh-oh. You're not a fan. I just... What? I, I, actually, I'll say the only weather person that I like is Gary Lezak. <laughs> I do like him. He gets it wrong. Less than the other guys. I just, I mean, they all get it wrong. I just like him as a personnel. I like, uh, oh boy, I'm really bombing this show. I, <laughs> I am saying hey, all the wrong things. Hey, I started um, a pretty, I set a pretty low bar, so I think you're okay. <laughs> you started the show with bad history. Yeah, I did. I bad did. tiki I, history. I really Can I get did. a picture of you guys holding your drinks yes, up? Yes. I've never and had a tiki drink. Yeah, and we're going to need to describe I, our drinks. Yeah, we got to describe what listeners. we got. While you're doing that, Dave, can I explain why I'm a little off today? Sure. As you may remember, you all may remember from the Lucky Taco episode, I was on a uh, a party train, so to speak. I was on a non. You were on a week and a half long so party. Speak. Week party and a half train. long party, and that culminated with a concert, a rock concert featuring legendary Bob Seger. And after the Bob Seger concert, I came out of it, and I've been dry. Ever since this is my first taste of alcohol since, since Seeger. So I'm a little, my body chemistry is a little <laughs> askew because when you drink for that long, that much, you get a little dependent on it. And then when you go cold turkey, it kind of throws you off. So I'm looking forward Let's to get back on that party train. Getting the train kept a roll. When, when I heard everybody train, when I heard oh yeah, cheers, <laughs> cheers, cheers, clink. cheers. Now, what did everybody clink. order yes. and what's what's in in these uh tink tink? There we go. Tink. Uh, what'd you get, Katie? Um, I've got a drink called the Daylight Come. <clears throat> and what's in that? I'm going to tell Besides you. Besides a banana dolphin with a 
There's Great a banana bananas. dolphin garnish on top. It is delightful. This is a riff. I think that means that Tiki Cat has, this is a proprietary recipe that they have come up with. And uh, let's see, I'm going to read this description for you all. Blenders are your friend. When you put good ingredients in them, <laughs> the right amount of rum, <laughs> banana, and coconut in this riff on a Caribbean poolside classic will soothe your soul until the daylight come. If you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> Uh, Brady, what what do you got so, there? You got the classic so Mai Tai, right? Because I've never been to a tiki bar before. I've never had a tiki drink. I went with the classic Mai Tai. I'm looking at the description here. It says, enjoyed by World War II fighter pilots. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, no, I can't read in here. It's too dark. And um, their spouses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rummy. Uh, did you take a sip, Katie? You, I did take a sip of mine. I yeah. forgot to mention that it's r- like a lot of banana. Very banana oh. forward, in fact. It's banana forward. <laughs> and then when you when you take a sip out of the little cocktail stir, serving doubling as a straw, that little dolphin is coming right. <laughs> yeah, it's a at very you. aggressive. Yeah. And the dolphin has a little cherry in its mouth. Yeah. It's, it's so sweet. It's got cloves for eyes. It's kind of terrifying. I might have nightmares. Is that a dolphin or a... Uh, oh, no, yeah, that's a dolphin. Yeah, his name is Skipper. Skipper the dolphin. <laughs> it kind of looks like a it, a scene from The Birds. Have you ever seen The Birds? <laughs> you look like yeah, Tippi Hedren, Tippi Hedren? Yeah, totally. being attacked by a bird every time you take a sip of that dolphin banana. <laughs> Chris, so uh, what did you, you get? I forgot. What a daiquiri. I think a daiquiri. I a daiquiri. Okay. Just a traditional daiquiri. Yeah, that looks it's very non-tiki. Non I, I know. I'm going to have to get... Said. I haven't eaten all day today, so I'm going to have to have three or four of these to, to <laughs> give me <laughs> my <you>. sustenance. <laughs> What's floating in it? You know, a uh, lime or a fish. <laughs> One of the two. A goldfish a or a lime. Fish. I'm pretty sure it's a lime. Now, I got okay. a, planner's, a planner's punch, which is, this drink is officially unforgettable. You've probably had it without knowing it. Maybe you forgot. Let us help you remember a memorable portion of blended aged Jamaican rum, fresh lime juice. I can't read that. It's dark in here. Allspice, dram, and a couple dashes of bitters to further jog the memory. Planner's punch. Mm. Delicious. These are some delicious cocktails. All right, guys. It so it kind of sounds like a roofie the way it's described. <laughs> yeah, it does. You may not remember this drink, but you've had it before. Remember? Now, Chris, you you've been roofied before at at a Mexican restaurant, right? <laughs> you've got oh, the tell wrong us that man. Story. I, I have not. I have not. Remember when you got like a triple D mag? Oh well, yeah. Yes, I mean it was an al- it was an alcohol version of a roofie. Oh, it wasn't a real roofie. I was at one of my favorite Mexican restaurants having a few drinks with one of my favorite people, Chris Cardwell, solo artist and drummer of the band Sun Eaters. We both, I had had one Cadillac margarita before Chris had showed, and then I had two more. Oh, there you go. And I couldn't tell whether or not the bartender was just giving me healthy pours or was trying to sort of put me under. But when I got home, I couldn't walk. And then the evening went downhill from there. <laughs> oh, that's... Did you have tacos? Went yeah, went down. Did you have tacos that night? I did have tacos that night because ever since we started this podcast, I don't eat anything but tacos <laughs> anymore. All right, guys. So this is our holiday episode. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's. What's everybody's favorite Kansas City holiday tradition? Have you done it yet? 
My favorite Kansas City tradition would be the parade after we win a World Series. Now, it's not an annual thing. It's more like every, what is it, 30, 30 years, years we do it? So I'm looking forward to 2045 for the next oh, one. Oh, you mean you like the Royals? I couldn't I tell. You got the double logos going. I occasionally. He is in head-to-toe Royals. Oh, in the December. The shoes. I thought, the you, shoes. I thought you were a Royal. That's yeah, why you're I on the show. Like I mean, you're wearing the uniform. Relief picture. Yeah. I, um, you know, I went to last night. My wife had a Christmas party for her work at... Union Station. Ooh, fancy. Let me just say, that building is amazing. Beautiful. It's, it's got amazing history behind it. They've done a heck of a job revitalizing it. It, it really, and, you know, for Christmas, it's a great spot. Great place to take pictures, take right? the family, just yeah. walk around. You know how low that goes. There's, like, a bunch of floors beneath it. One of the floors has a bunch of caskets that weren't claimed. No way. And they're cemented in one of the floors. I'm sorry, from what? World War One, when they would all come back. From, and then the, they from be... the tiki bars. No, that was World War Two. <laughs> oh, okay. That was World War II. So, okay. Dead swingers are no, cemented Don't into... get your World Wars messed up. I know it's easy, but... Have but some respect. They've got... Cemented caskets? Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a hidden Kansas City secret, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. When did you discover that? I went on the um, Prohibition tour, which is super cool. If you haven't been on that, you should do that. Yeah, it's do that. very cool. Is that like one of those ghost and gangsters type? Kind of, yeah, yeah. But this tours? one, you stop and you get a drink at different places. Oh, yeah. Of, like, but if it was Prohibition, wouldn't you not get drinks? You would think, right? But they, they go, you go to you go to the us. Milwaukee Deli, which is the first Ooh, place yeah. where they delivered legal booze after Prohibition. And because, obviously, the gangsters. I thought it was at the subway that's on... Uh, Broadway. <laughs> Maybe. The, like oh. the subway. Jimmy like, John's. Oh, Jimmy John's Jimmy now, right? Jimmy John's, yeah. John's. I yeah. think that's where. It, but I love Union Station uh, around the holidays. Katie, what's your Festive favorite? AF, yeah. as the kids <laughs> say these days. My favorite Kansas City holiday tradition? Mm, well, just the other night, I was at Holidays in Crestwood singing Christmas carols to shoppers. Oh, nice. Yeah. I saw a sign for that. Yeah. Tonight is actually the last night. I'm sorry, people listening now, that'll be over by the time you hear this, but... Um, Crestwood, what streets are Crestwood? What neighborhood is that? That's, that's like, just off of Brookside Boulevard and 55th, I believe. Okay. Can I get a little bit of the Christmas song? The Christmas song? <laughs> <laughs> you mean chestnuts roasting on no. an open fire? or uh, How does it start? Uh, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh, yeah. The that's very be a good one. Day. Is it, isn't that the Christmas song? Is, what's the Mel Torme? No, he. he the Christmas yeah. song. The, the Christmas, Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting. My favorite is the Nat King Cole version. Oh, that's a good version, yeah. too. But wait, yeah. that's not Chestnuts Roasting on a. Yeah, that's the other fire. name for it, right? No, it's actually oh. called. Chris was right. It's called The Christmas Song and uh, made famous go? by Mel Torme and Nat King Cole. How about. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Don't stop. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I was. Doesn't really go with the tiki music we're hearing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> could you, um, could you sing that as a different? Like, are you good at musical impersonations? 
I don't know. Maybe. We could try. <laughs> Love this. What's your favorite, like, funny musical artist Christmas song that's like uh, like a, like Bono, sing, uh, what is that? Yeah, and Bruce yeah, yeah. Springsteen sings some Christmas songs of Dude, Elton really? John. Oh, man. The sun is out. What's that one? Yeah, um, <laughs> Paul McCartney. Simply have Oh, yeah. Ha, Paul McCartney ha, and ha, Wings. Ha. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a great one. You know, one. that song gets a bad rap. Because it's terrible. I <laughs> love that song. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm probably the only one, and I don't the even care. It's so great. of children sings. Hum, hum, hum. <laughs> chung, ding, chung, chung, dong, ding, dong. Yeah. And that keyboard solo is... It's incredible. That it's like, synthesizer. Oh it's my like god! Somebody got high and found a really bad keyboard sound and could not let go of it. What about this? This this weird thing chung, that chung, I've got chung, here. Chung, ding chung, ding <laughs> oh, this could be a Christmas song. Um, what about Elton John's "Step Into Christmas"? Anybody like that one? Step into Christmas. Yeah, that's the name I don't of think it. I've ever heard that. Could you Second. sing it for us, Dave? I don't think you I've don't heard know it. that one. No, you know that one. No. Welcome to my Christmas song. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for you. You don't know that one? Dude, wow, you do an really amazing job. I know. I, well, I, I'm Somebody a, get this man I, a Grammy. Uh, I did place number one karaoke singer in Kansas City 2002 singing Crocodile Rock. Nice. Whoa. So, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't want to brag or anything. There's two contemporary Christmas songs that I think should be a part of the canon of Christmas. Number one, God Rest His Soul, Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. George Michael, Wham. Wham. And number two, God Rest Her Soul, Mariah Carey. What was her? She's so young. All I want for Christmas. All I want yeah. for Christmas is you. Yeah. She has not I passed wish, away. I wish she was still with us. Her and Susan Boyle died in that plane crash remember what is susan boyle dead yeah her and That's mariah awful. carey remember they're on vacation can i put in a vote I for am so uh, confused mariah right carey now. and christian okoye Ma- mariah carey okoye they were married and then the plane went down um i would like to uh Brady put favorite. in a vote for uh dmx doing jingle bells if you haven't heard that oh That's no yeah DMX doing- uh, I- i'm always been a big fan of johnny mathis's uh, uh winter wonderland oh uh, is that what it's called the um just hear those sleigh bells ring a ling ting 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 a ling Oh no, uh, sleigh ride, sleigh ride. Oh, I love that song. That's I love the Johnny Mathis version. I, s- I sing that song every year. We should. Sure. If I had like a karaoke, I would love to <laughs> sing that with you because I I have done that as a duet, sleigh ride. But um, I'm more Johnny Mathis. We need a karaoke episode. I know. Totally. I know. I don't know. Can you afford the rights for that to do a whole episode? We've got so much money oh, that we fine. could. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Don't so many taco Bitcoin. You <laughs> yeah, know. Well, we could just move this thing. across the street to off key. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but we run a podcast, friend. This this is <laughs> this is a money machine. <laughs> and it's taco coin, not taco, taco bit. Taco coin. coin. It's taco okay. coin. Oh, right. taco coin. We gotta yeah. get the term right. right. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. I've been investing in the wrong thing. <laughs> So you've been on your phone buying Taco Our Bitcoin. Taco Bitcoin. What are you doing, man? All right, what, what would you say is the worst Christmas song? You hear it, you have to Christmas turn... Christmas Shoes, no contest. What is that? What? Have you never heard... Is that heard... a country song? Okay. Where do they play that? Everyone just hit pause my, my, and listen my, to my, Christmas, my Christmas Shoes, shoes. <laughs> and then I'm really sorry. <laughs> Girl, Christmas is my favorite thing. Do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till it's Christmas again. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want to put on my, 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 my Christmas shoes. <laughs> and Christmas with you. 
I think we just made a new Man, hit song. Dave. Whatever that was we was much better than the actual Christmas shoes. Uh, at least a thousand times better than the song I'm talking What's about. What's Christmas shoes? Is it like... Just, uh, you know, look that up on YouTube, and I apologize in advance, but it is the worst Christmas song of all time. It's so sad. What's that one where it's the what's the old 80s song, and it's like the guy going... Shimmer, you know um, what I'm talking that's about? That's Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. Yeah, I love that's that not song. a Christmas song. No, but they not. started playing it at Christmas no. time. Yes, well, yeah, you know because why? Because it's a holiday song. It's yes, oh. because he. That song makes me cry. Yeah, because yeah, I love that song. Oh, you dude. like? I like it, but not at Christmas time. That doesn't okay, sound like the traditional Old Lang Syne tune, though. No, 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 no so it's not. It's it's a very sad song about uh, love lost and what could have been, and uh, it's a great song. But you're right. But I think. It's it, like an 80s yacht rock song. 100%. But they started playing it at Christmas time. Yeah, one hundred percent. right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I agree. I, they should play it all year round. What's your least favorite Christmas song, Brady? Oh, man, my least favorite? You know what? I hate to do this because it's like a big fodder right now, but I've long said, I've had a long-standing issue with my mother-in-law about Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I've always said Pretty that terrible. song is extra creepy. And yeah. she's like, you know, oh, what's the big deal? And he's like, I'm like, he literally, she says, what'd you put in my drink? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, so I really don't like that song. Now I have, yeah, it's a it's weird song. It's pretty rapey. Song. Yeah. Isn't it? it? Yeah. Isn't it? Best to be avoided. Well, that song is totally rapey. Right? Yeah. yeah. Chris, what's your least favorite Christmas song? All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. That's a horrible song, that too. That song is Agreed. But I like the other one, the Christmas, Christmas time oh, the chipmunks? Well, that's yeah. the chipmunks. The chipmunks don't do All I Want for Christmas, My Two Friends. Oh, no, team. they do. They have one. It's oh, on the same do? album, well, yeah. I had that as a kid, and I listened to it all I'm the time. I'm referring to the original with, like, Carol Channing or something. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God. It is. What about the I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas? Anybody awful. like that one? It's pretty awful. And, in fact, that, that is a song that the Kansas City Chorale <laughs> is singing on their Christmas concerts this year because... That song was released 50 years ago this no year. No way. Oh, yeah. Was so we're singing all these tunes that are you know, that were released in 1968, and that is one of them, and it's mm. maybe the worst. But you know what other one we're singing is You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Wish oh. I could sing that. Don't have that low of a voice. Oh, you so don't that song, sing. really, I was working in Lincoln, Nebraska, and I got fired. And I'm so sorry. From my radio Congratulations. station. Congratulations. So I get fired, and they start playing that song on a loop. You know, that's that what the, in torture. radio they call stunting before they turn on the Wait, next no, which format. Song? Over and over. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh. And it just went. And so that Weird. every time I hear that song, I think about the time I got the trauma. Canned. Well, one of the <laughs> times I got canned. It's triggering. Yeah, 100%. I'm so sorry. 100%. We will not mention that again. Thank you. Yeah, they are. They redid the Grinch again. Like Yeah, and I went and saw it. 77 bucks to take my three kids and my two what? nieces. Yeah. Where'd you go, AMC? I don't know. $77 a ticket? No. Oh. <laughs> Total, but I'm still, like, <laughs> mad about it. That's a lot of money. 77 bucks. Was it one of those theaters where they bring you the food? Or was no, it like... No, the chairs did lay down, and I did sleep. So oh, as go. a father of three Finally daughters... Finally got a winter's a nap. nap. Is worth 77 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's a rare nap. It's a good nap. So there's a lot of holiday movies on right now on TV. Like, every day you can catch Elf. You can catch... You know, Christmas Vacation, all the or holiday movies. The Christmas Prince. Oh, is that a Hallmark movie? I think so. <laughs> I've not seen a Hallmark Christmas movie. 
<laughs> I like I want to watch one just for the spectacle. Well, Netflix is really pushing all the holiday films. Oh, that's a Netflix one, isn't it? I think Christmas so. Prince. And people like it? I think people love it. Weird. Love it. Oh, and there's yeah, a they talked out. about that because it was like their most highly downloaded or watched movie when it came out. And everybody's like, what? Like Netflix didn't expect it, right? Wasn't yeah. that the story? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Who's in it? Everyone Is anybody it. in it? I have no idea. I've never seen it. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Or <laughs> oh, he's so like. dreamy. <laughs> so what Christmas, like, mythical figure, historical figure, or movie figure do you guys identify most with when it comes to the holidays? That's tough. Clark W. Griswold. Oh, there you go. So you are a huge Christmas fan? Absolutely. And you overdo it? Yes. No, I'm just a fan of that movie. <laughs> okay. I do not overdo it. I have a cat. She would destroy all of the decorations that if I put them up. So nope. Would that really happen if a cat bit into the, the Christmas lights? Would I it explode? So. Yeah, just totally. Would the cat get fried? <laughs> Electrified. Yeah. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to find out because I love my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say who was the question who we identify with? Or, or yeah, who no, was, you're like, yeah, who do you identify with most? Um, Meyer. Was it a bit player in a Christmas story? The kid that got his tongue stuck on yeah, a pole seems flick, like something uh, I would yeah, do. Yeah. I think I actually one time got my tongue stuck on a storm door that was frozen. Oh, I yeah. did the terrifying. tongue thing once, and it, it right, is terrifying. right down the street from Joe and Leslie's, Ooh. and uh, it's, I could feel it sticking, and I tore it off really quick, and I was like, whoa, that really does my happen. Yeah. God. Yeah, no, it really does. <laughs> when what? I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Actually, oh, it was a couple weeks a ago. Week? And you couldn't taste tacos for a oh year. Oh, my God. I tasted like dirt and metal and it was yeah, bad. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that yeah. could have been bad. Yeah, that's uh, that's who I identify with. That seems like something I would do. <laughs> uh, Chris? Oh, what? John McClane. John McClane, die hard. At the start of Christmas, I usually have a nice suit on. At the end of Christmas, I have no shoes. I'm bloodied and I've probably killed several nondescript <laughs> Europeans. And you get off the plane when you come when you fly out to L.A. I and you go, my California. Your story's shaking your oh, head. Oh, Holly Weird. Yeah, What's Holly Weird. What's going on here? <laughs> and you're always getting in the limo. You have a really cool limo driver. With and you're the, like, take me name? to the party. Argyle. Uh, Argyle. Yeah. yeah. And I've got like a big old teddy bear with me. <laughs> and Argyle's listening to some recent Stevie Wonder record. And, and then four hours later, you're fighting people in a high rise. Right. With yeah, your shoes I'm off. I'm letting go of probably the greatest villain of all time by unclasping my wife's Rolex <laughs> uh, so that I can save her. But, you know, Rolexes don't have a clasp. There's a uh, continuity error there in that film. Oh, really? So she, if she really had a Rolex, she would not have been able to have been saved. Well, the, Bruce Willis came out this year when he had his roast and he said Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Everybody what? stop saying it's a Christmas movie. It's well, like the best Christmas movie. By all means, listen to the actor. He didn't <laughs> write it. He didn't direct it. He has no idea whether or not it's a Christmas movie. Oh, to Joy, Christmas song. It's a Christmas movie. It's a beautiful... Uh, what about you? What uh, oh, uh, Christmas me, um, character do you... I mean, I my favorite Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful Life. And oh, yeah. I... So George good. Bailey. So yeah. Good. I love me some George yeah. Bailey. That's the movie I watch every year. Yeah. Christmas Eve. That's I, a good one. Yeah. Love it. Um, I used to love it when it was on... You like, with George? Yeah. Are you okay, Dave? Look, I don't want to talk about it, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, George Bailey. I love me some Jimmy Stewart. So, I even love his old Campbell's Thick and Chunky commercials. I, you guys are going to think I'm making this up. So listen, <laughs> my grandfather was stationed with Jimmy Stewart in Arizona, right? In World War II. They yes. were both fighter pilots. Yes. No, my grandpa <laughs> wasn't a fighter pilot. He was in he was But in Jimmy Arizona. Stewart was, wasn't he? He was in he, the Air he, Force. He shot down some... 
So German so, comes full circle. That was the most full beautiful circle. full circle. So moment. at one point, so at one point, you know, they're stationed there, and um, Captain Stewart is who my grandfather was just like carpooling with every day. One time, my grandmother goes out there and is like, "Oh, hey, cool!" And he gets out of the car and he drives off, and my grandmother goes to my grandfather, "What in the world?" And he's like, "What?" And she was like, "You did," and he was like, "Yeah, that's just Captain Stewart." He just drive. She was like, that's Jimmy Stewart. And my grandfather had no idea. No way. Um, one of the, they had an autograph picture from Jimmy Stewart to Eileen, who's my grandmother. That's awesome. And yeah, so Jimmy Stewart. Was, was like, she hey. also like, what the fuck was that huge rabbit doing in the back seat? <laughs> Harvey. It's like my you favorite. You want some Campbell's thick and chunky. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I... That was not a lie. That's the honest truth. That's but amazing. was he was Jimmy Stewart a swinger in World War II? Well, was he overseas? Were, I think that was he just specific. said yeah. That, no, I mean, no, yeah. I think that was specific to fighter pilots. Uh, That's what Jimmy Stewart was. Yeah. Right? Was he a fighter oh, pilot? Yeah. I don't know. My grandfather was in the Air Force stationed in Arizona and worked on the runway that the Enola Gay took off from, which oh. ended up being... Wow. The that was not a fighter plane though. That was a no. Bomb. Yes, that was a yes. bomb yes. dropping. I love that we're in a tiki bar talking about WW two. Right. <laughs> we in all have so many great WW two memories. I will say I had a very dark childhood, and I used to watch It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas and just cry horribly throughout the whole film. I mean, just I'd cry at every scene, even the funny ones. And I hadn't seen it in years. And I took my young son to see it two years ago. Were you with us, Dave? No. You went to Die Hard with us, yeah. but not. And it was just a pleasure to, to be not cry? sitting there crying cry? my <laughs> eyes out and look over at my young son and just see him bawling as well. I'm like, well, oh, that is the maybe I provided him with the same dark childhood that <laughs> oh. I had. How do you feel about that? Are you worried for your children? Hey, you know, life is a gift and a cruel joke. So, you know, you <laughs> well get what said. you get. Uh, Brady, I forgot to mention this at the top yes. of the yeah. segment. When you first came on, you were doing a challenge yeah. on your show. Was it for your show? No, no, no. It was no. just in it your life. It was just a dumb a office life challenge. Yeah. You were trying to... Was it licking a flagpole? <laughs> it's trying... I, I wish. It was a dunking a, a basketball challenge. Uh, somebody in the office and I had a bet that I could dunk a basketball inside a year. And I worked out hard for a year. And you had a personal trainer and everything, I had right? A, I was going to a physical therapist. I didn't make it. I you had to pay $1,000. Who'd you have to pay the 1000 to? Nikki. She's the promotions director at work. Uh. I paid her in ones. I made her stand at her desk while I did the... <laughs> made, it rain. made it rain in her office. It took a while. You know what took a while is... Uh, have you ever tried to withdraw 1000 ones from a bank? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they don't like it when you ask for that. They were not amused. They were not amused. Um, but I did have a th I have pictures of me with the thousand ones. Listen, it sucks to give somebody a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. It sucks to lose any bet, and it sucks to live as a non-dunker. But I don't regret it at all. I'm I, I'm in really probably how, better shape than I've been in my life. How, how close you? did you get? Um, did I you? got real close, dude. I'm six two. But the problem is, I'm in my mid forties. And you don't so have the ups. You don't I have the just, hops. I mean, and I hadn't worked out in a decade, <laughs> right? And so... But now you're in the greatest shape of your life. Maybe. So congratulations. Yeah, maybe. So it was like I worked out hard, man. I lost probably 15 pounds, something like that. And I got close, man. I, I got... 
So I bought two hundred dollar uh, insoles. They're they're carbon fiber. Yeah. So <laughs> so if you do the math, I lost twelve hundred dollars. Although I still have the insoles. But you gained make you ten thousand dollars worth of life in the I, I fitness really, that dude, you have. Listen, I will say, dude. Listen, if you should attempt something that seems physically impossible, wherever you are and whoever you are, right? Whatever that that may be, it, I really. It was a really enjoyable year, and probably the biggest bummer is the fact that it was over. Like after I lost, it wasn't about losing the money. It was the you know kind of the I don't know. I went through this phase of when something's over, the it's dead now. The letdown. That, that goal, the letdown, the the morning of that. It's the day so, after Christmas. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was a I'm bummer. I'm picturing man. you like after Boxing you day. do after you Always don't a uh, after you don't get the, the official dunk. Day? Like going to a playground yeah. in the middle of the night and doing it. I know. That's and like the movie. Like you go and you're just kind of messing around and then right? you actually go to like a playground and you dunk it so that night. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself till my birthday, April 3rd, which is an additional exactly six months to dunk. I've joined a rec league in Overland Park. So I'm going to play rec league basketball for the additional like warm up. I didn't make it, but it was worth it and I don't regret it hardly at all. This sounds like a really great TV movie. Yeah. Kind of like that uh, Mark Wahlberg Philadelphia Eagles movie where he except, was the walk-on. Except Unstoppable. The un- or unbreakable. Unflappable. Unflappable. Unmar- unmarkable. Unflappable because it was the Eagles. But you know right. what it was? Yeah. That's what it was. Unflappable. <laughs> It would be like Rudy if he never got on the field. <laughs> like, it doesn't have a... Which in real life he didn't, right. I'm pretty sure. Right. He right. made that all up. You know, I had the same goal once in my life, and I got down to 165 pounds, which wasn't hard because my wife and I were quite poor when we first got married. And I was doing the sprint routine. That's how I was getting my ups. You did these sprints and all these, like, jumps and stuff. Yeah. And I could dunk a tennis ball. I could dunk a softball. I could dunk a volleyball. But... I could you, not palm the basketball. I have a small hands. Wow. And so I could have probably dunked a basketball just barely if I had like stick them or something. Yeah. But I couldn't, I never achieved the goal. I came so I close. I mean, it's a real bummer to live my life as a non-dunker. <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah, man. It, I, it, I'm giving myself six months. And then after that, I'm going to find somebody to bet me $1,000 that I can gain 100 pounds in a year. Wow. Okay. You think <laughs> I can do that? Swinging the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm just straight up giving up. Look, I uh, gained 16 pounds in the party week just a oh, couple really? days ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was all those uh, tacos we ate that week. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with Round more two. Tiki Cat. Yes. Holiday extravaganza. After this, we're at this uh, this swinging holiday cocktail party well, here. It's, at, it, it's a happening. It's a if happening. Say I'd say this is a happening. We are not fighter pilots. We are not swinging. I don't know. Hey, you don't know me. I live in. I'm looking Stanley, around. I think USA. I see some fighter pilots and some old pirates. No, those are just fighter pirates. Fighter pirates. <laughs> we are not fighter pirates. So here's my next idea for you to take. Taco the town to the next tacos level. Tacos to the top. Hashtag. Yes, tacos to the top. Um, here's the move. Before you eat the tacos, you need to let us pray. And then you do a whole uh, <laughs> let us pray thing. Um, what? Let, let us. Did it? It's let a let us, us 
lettuce. It's a Got lettuce. It. Pun. It's a lettuce it's a joke. Okay. Yes. So uh, let us pray. Uh, something about tacos. Who are from heaven? Cheddar be thy cheese. Um, <laughs> right. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna write the whole thing for you. Well, uh, thanks, you should keep going. Uh, we'll run that by our marketing department. Yeah, we've, got a, we've got some that, people. Yeah. I don't know if you know any copywriters. I'll be honest. No, I, I, I'm I the idea c- guy, and then the copywriters go with it. Yeah, yeah. Hand it to them. yeah. I was we not down with the idea until Cheddar Be Thy Cheese. Right, then I'm, right. And now I'm 100%. Cheddar <laughs> Be Thy Cheese. I'm 100% behind that idea. Before we had this cocktail party, I was looking at a list of 1960s tips on hosting a cocktail party. Do you guys want to go over these Uh-oh. tips? Oh, yes. Do tell. First, off, have you guys ever hosted a cocktail party or attended a cocktail party before Absolutely. this one? Really? I never host. I don't host. I attend. I'm a very good attendee. And you're a fan of them? Sure. Have you ever had any bad cocktail party experiences? Yeah. Have you guys ever been to a cocktail party that's a little on the small side and nobody's really talking to one another? <laughs> that's <No>. awkward. <laughs> like five people or less? I don't know. It's just like a party of introverts. Uh. And then you're trying to talk to people and they're just like, No. No, yeah, that sounds it. bad. Well, that's actually on it's the list painful. here. So let's go over this list of must-dos if you're hosting a cocktail party in the 1960s. Tip number one, make it a theme party. So have a theme. Tell your guests the theme. Have them prepare to dress like whatever theme you, you choose. That's I number think that's one. Good Land advice. of the Lost is sure. my theme. A Land of the Lost theme. <laughs> number two, make sure there are Vienna sausages. Ooh. Not, not a, a f- sponsor of this podcast. Not a fan? Not <laughs> no, a fan? No, no. The little, little Smokies? <laughs> Not no. a fan? Is cocktail that what? weenies? Cocktail of weenies. Course. Yeah, you gotta have cocktail I, weenies. I do love a cocktail weenie. Yeah. I'm listen, I'm not a fan of eating in front of other people, which complicates <laughs> which wow. complicates my life immensely. Man, you gotta like that is you, I've got no <laughs> issue with tough. that. Wow. I've got no issue with eating in front of people. Let alone let alone like little wieners on sticks. So you don't do the wieners on sticks when I you don't. stay away from my that. wife's a Big fan of the little wieners on sticks. <laughs> All she, right. As a Husker <laughs> we'll fan. We'll let that go. You're we'll let that fan. go. Yeah. As, hey, uh, uh, just a, you a walked note into that to, one, man. Uh, a note to engineer Matt Allen. If you could cut the on sticks out of that statement and just leave it at my wife's a fan of little wieners, that'd be great. Thanks, Matt. Make that edit. We've been married 15 years for a reason. It's- Congratulations. Thank you. But yes, it says make sure you have little smokies or other finger foods. Got to have finger foods. Finger foods. And number three, always have a cheese ball or two. Fans of cheese balls at cocktail parties? Little wieners. Sounds like I'll they were rocking my, in my the wife's 60s. family. Loves. Has got some cheese ball concoction that is just miraculous. It is a tremendous cheese ball. You concoction. had a Fourth of July party, and I think I ate an entire cheese ball at it by myself. There was a time where Laura would Not make proud of that. a cheese ball for the family and a cheese ball for me. She's like, <laughs> "Well, Chris just likes to eat so much. I mean, it got to be a, a, a joke, really a family joke. You got to take the whole cheese ball and go to into another room and eat it by yourself. Essentially." <laughs> I take a trisket. That's how they got rid of you. I take a trisket and I cut like the cheese ball in half and just like pull it away with the trisket. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I ate an entire cheese ball at your Fourth of July party a couple years ago, and I I think it made me very uh, uh, sick. <laughs> no. The next day, not next, that day. I don't know. I don't believe it. I've eaten. I mean, many it was a delicious cheese ball, cheese ball but um. It's those things are like ninety percent cream cheese, right? Yeah. It's a cream cheese base. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, here. That's what uh, makes it so good. Number five: blend your guests and your cocktails in your cocktails smoothly. Oh. So make sure you invite people of different, you know, of different backgrounds. Blend your guests. So, like, you don't have a party of all introverts. 
That's right. Make sure you have people that are, you know, mixing and mingling, having a good time, swinging, you yeah. know? That's right. a very day of understanding approach. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that modern day that. modern day resolutions to current day culture applied latter day cocktail parties. I kind of wish we were in the 1960s at a cocktail party right now. Can we go I back? I feel like we are. This place it does, really it does seem that, that way. We should have dressed 1960s tonight, shouldn't we? Yeah, have? we weren't aware of the theme. I guess I, I thought it was a baseball party, Nobody obviously. Nobody else in here is dressed like... Do they not I think have we're turtlenecks kind of festive. and jeans We look fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Dave is in a blazer. I'm in a blazer. Right? Dear listeners. You look good, Dave. I'm, I'm looking... I'm, I'm down for the theme party. Yeah, I feel party. like you guys mixed it up quite well. Yeah. You look kind of like a, a sail, World War II sailor, Chris. Sailor, yeah. not it's a fighter turtleneck. pilot. No, no. Turtleneck. Turtleneck. My wife. I <laughs> gotta say, guys look good in turtlenecks. Yeah. You all should adopt the turtleneck more often. Really? Okay. Yeah. What was the turtleneck? I missed the... Uh, she she, she thinks men look good in turtlenecks. Oh. Yeah, I don't think enough men wear turtlenecks. I, Come well, on, guys. You kind of look like you could... You know, someone could take an album cover uh, photo of you, and you could this do like a poetry solo album. album. <laughs> you know, uh, no, you know what you who you look like. You look like a, the evil professor in a movie, like the bat, like the bad professor in a Matt Damon movie, right? You're the like the <laughs> very good professor. <laughs> very start off being time. benevolent, but <laughs> yeah. inevitably, I'm trying to sell him to the government. Yes, yes. yes. I was yes. gonna say he looks like the bad guy in like a 1960s Annette Funicello, Frankie Avalon surf movie. Right. He's like the bad, the hip guy with the bongos on the beach that's the bad guy in the movie would he's you say just ruining everything for everyone just yeah. with his bad mood or right. yeah <laughs> like, he's like get these crazy kids off my beach yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like that would you I say i need to have my sad bongo time <laughs> on the beach all right so the 1960s <laughs> cocktail list says serve lots of cocktails well duh duh yeah 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 <laughs> Here's a fun one. Make sure there are plenty of ashtrays for everyone oh, wow. and put them Ew. all around the room. Can you imagine people just getting wasted and jumping in their cars, smoking cigarettes? <laughs> it just seems awful to me. It was a different time. It reminds like me a lot of my childhood, which was pretty dark. <laughs> there we go um, again. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's what we'd do. We'd go to a party. My mom would get drunk. I'm picturing The Graduate, like a party in the movie <laughs> The Graduate. We'd get in her Monza. Oh, all right. Here we go. Second round of drinks. In the 70s, she was like the quintessential divorcee with like the 70s hot haircut. Mrs. Robinson's. Yeah, very, very much of that ilk. And then, then we would get in the Monza. I would sit in the back seat, no seatbelt. Neither one of us would have a seatbelt on. Before seatbelts. She'd fill that thing full of cigarette smoke. She smoked uh, Kent 100s. Okay. So, there, you know, it's fine. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it. Kent 100 is like a healthy, you're, like, you're healthier <laughs> okay. after having a Kent 100 than before. And uh, we just go home and... That's why I enjoy a good secondhand smoke nowadays. Like if somebody's smoking, I'll kind of walk out with them and enjoy and think <laughs> and you of, feel like you're in a safe place. Oh, there was nothing safe about being in the back <laughs> of the Monza with my mom. Uh, we had to actually tie the door, the, the passenger side door on. We had to tie it on with a rope that went around the whole top of the car. Look, wow. I did not have a safe or healthy <laughs> It's kind of a miracle that you're okay. here to tell I'm this happy story. Now. It was a great I'm story. with good friends. Yes. Uh, have amazing. any of you ever been smokers before? Never, ever. Never. I did. I smoked cigarettes for like hmm, five years or so. 
quit cold turkey when Good I was job. like 25. We did a casino episode a couple weeks ago, oh, nice. and, and you go into that casino, and it's like mm. being in the bars back when they allowed smoking, and yeah. it's just like you can't believe that that's – you used to go home from bars smelling like that oh, yeah. every night. So it's crazy. When I started in radio – I went through a lot of Febreze in college right, due to that. <laughs> right? I always had yeah. a pile of, like, smoke-smelling clothes. Is like, oh, yes, and then the pile of smoky clothes yeah. you just pull from, and you're right. going to the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I started in radio, you could smoke in the – studio now no I don't way. know yeah I don't know if you're any sort of uh, what you know about electronics but smoking electronics <laughs> not a great match makes them sound oh oh it's not good right no oh, I was gonna say I it thought that makes was good it sound what amazing. about Chuck Nasty does Chuck Nasty smoke cigarettes I don't know if he still does okay I can almost guarantee in his heyday he probably oh yeah he was Johnny Fever you know I beg to differ have you ever heard of a record by a band called Foreigner okay <laughs> those records were probably made with equipment that was covered in cigarette smoke and those records are like liquid gold liquid gold no i love foreigner don't get me wrong and i bet you smoke was involved have you ever heard the song smoke on the water like i don't make i don't yeah oh actually i want to take this opportunity to advertise my new smoke shop that i will opening down in parkville missouri called smoke on the water dave and i came up with it the other day uh, right down by the river. Smoke what are you going to sell? It's a smoke I mean, shop. now that, it, that well, weed will be we're legal, gonna sell, medicinal. First, we're going to start selling weed, but you know, I'm sorry, sorry I, we're going to start selling <laughs> cigarettes okay. at a discount. And then that's all those cigarette places flip to weed joints. Yeah. That's what we're yeah. going to do as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that's what all the vape stores and CBD joints that's are going to do. Is, It'll yeah, be a vape, CBD yeah. joint. Yeah. But he'll also play really cool old school records like Foreigner. I see. Well, the idea was to create sort of, you know, how you pair wine with sort of. Like white wine with fish, Go and ahead. Like red wine mm -hmm. with red meat. Mm -hmm. You would pair dope uh, records from Lotus Pool. So, like Pony Show, Heidi Gluck's Pony Show would be sort of a mild kind of sativa, heady <laughs> kind of dope. And then, like Sun Eater's Unfathomable Darkness, that would be kind coming, of a, coming later this year, coming, early yeah, next year, early uh, 2019. That would be sort of more of intense high. And then, of course, you know, think about all the, the bands we have. Hollow Body. We've got Helium Octopede. I mean, no. we, we've got nothing but records that would pair nicely with dope. So we would we would basically send you home with, uh, you know, an eighth yeah. and a CD, and you would just have a fantastic afternoon. I wonder, um, <laughs> during the holidays, would you pair <laughs> strands with holiday songs? Like, what would go well with Last Christmas, the original George Michael? Oh, man. What kind of Great question. strand are you going with there? <laughs> I have a very off-color joke that okay, I am not okay, going to okay, tell. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I think I derailed this, but when I started in radio, you could smoke cigarettes in the studio, and I smoked a lot of cigarettes, working midnight to six in Junction City, Kansas. Well, God bless you for that. I, and, I, and sorry, I was getting contentious. I wanted to say it was okay to smoke in a studio, but you cannot smoke in my studio. No one can smoke <laughs> in my studio. There's a lot of vaping that goes on there, but not a lot of All stuff. right, let's, uh, let's finish out this yes. cocktail party of the 1960s list. It says, make sure you have a good toast prepared. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make sure you have something to toast everyone with. Like if yeah. you're hosting, Chris, you host a lot of parties. Do you have a toast? Do you go to like a go-to toast? I do. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give a good toast here and there. I've, I've got a toast. Oh, okay, Chris has got a toast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I, you know, 
on this podcast, I'm kind of the smart <laughs> ass, and, and I'll, I'll say this. I want to be very sincere here. First of all, I want to say that I appreciate every guest we've ever had on this podcast, and thank you for the two of you to coming on twice. That's fantastic. Yes. yes. We Aww. have a, had a tremendous response from all the people who listen to this podcast. The energy for the people who do listen to this podcast, we would have never imagined the amount of response that we've gotten from this. So I want to just say, bless, you know, in, in all sincerity, taking the smartass off of everything I say. <laughs> but it still sounds smartass for some reason. Yeah, I, I just, it's, it's, it's just the nasal voice. in my voice. And, I'm you know sorry. what I think it is? Maybe it doesn't come across on audio. I think it's the turtleneck. It, it is the turtleneck. I'm sorry. Don't, no, he's being sincere you're, now. Don't listen to the it. evil Ignore genius. Ignore the turtleneck. Ignore you're nailing it. it. I do want to say thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast and everybody who's been on it. It has totally. been an awesome year. God bless everybody. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank see, you for being okay. on the show. Cheers. Cheers. More clinks. Cheers. More clinks. And to, and to podcast the unsung City. hero of this podcast, Mr. Matt Allen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Our, our engineer, Matt. Wish he could be here. We love um, you, Matt. I like Matt. I'll bet back in the day he's worked in a studio where you could smoke cigarettes. Oh, for sure. The other interesting thing Matt might appreciate is uh, back when I started in radio, you know, we were using reel to reel and you would have to cut the reel you literally what? splice it so cocaine was, was a big 100 thing 100 years ago <laughs> did you feels like in the early 80s <laughs> feels That's like where it. that was going <laughs> yeah another 1960s cocktail party tip make sure you have a lot of meats finger meats <laughs> and make sure a lot of them are wrapped in bacon that sounds delicious okay now this was before tacos really were a Meat thing wrapped right in meat Okay. You think now people would have miniature mini tacos at, at cocktail parties, or what do you say? I mean, oh yeah, those little frozen mini tacos. Yeah. I've had those at parties. Really? Yeah. That sounds like a you great dip them party. In a, like a little salsa or sour cream or queso situation. Would it be weird if I showed up to a cocktail party, Katie? This question's for you, and just ate the miniature tacos at the state at the. Uh, well, were the, you invited to this no. cocktail party? Because then, would that yeah, be that would weird. Be weird. <laughs> okay, so if I just showed up to some random cocktail party and just started eating these miniature tacos, that would be not cool. Yeah, it probably would be considered a little odd. I think. It's not the taco thing, it's the showing up uninvited thing. But I think with your winning personality, Dave, mm. you could just sort of talk your way into that. I'd be like, hey, I saw the tacos and just had to come in. Would that exactly. be what I would say? Just charm your way yeah. right in. And then I'd just start eating the tacos and gross everyone out, and I'd have, like, sour cream smear Well, there's always that over. one guy that just cannot stay away from the hors d'oeuvres, and it's just... You know, I'm that they're way. probably a little yeah. anxious. Like, they don't really want to talk to anyone, you know, and right. you're trying to cure it with food. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, no here's judgment. The, here's the last two on the list. Make sure you have a lot of cream cheese. Oh, always. A lot of food on Like I list. said, cream Can't cheese. Can't you just go, like, have good food? I've got to have salty. F- so I've got to have salty finger meat. I've got to have cream cheese. A cheese ball. Uh, a cheese or ball or t- two. Well, have you guys ever had clam dip? No. Clam dip. Yes. It is, again, like 90% cream cheese and a can of clams. Have you ever little heard? lemon juice, little Worcestershire sauce. You're probably a jazzy singer. I could, I can sing some jazz. Have you heard the album Clam Dip and Other Delights by Herb Alpert? Yes, I on have. On AM and A&M Records. <laughs> What's the Herb oh, Alpert no, album totally that's in every used record shop with the girl with the whipped cream on it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Clam Dip. Sorry, Clam Dip and Other Delights is the Soul Asylum record. <laughs> that, yes. Where the cover yes. of the record is a takeoff of. of yes. Yeah, and it's the bass player. Yeah. God rest his soul. In clam dip, 
Just I'm like from Minnesota, the, by the way. This oh. is legendary. And also, I love Soul Asylum. I, I wanted to ask you about this. This is a food question for you from Minnesota. Sure. What? the heck is a Juicy Lucy? Oh, a Juicy Lucy. For those of you who have no idea what a Juicy Lucy is, I'm going to explain. It is a juicy hamburger patty injected with molten cheese. Well, the cheese melts in there when it's cooking on the on the griddle. This sounds amazing. Oh my god. It is the most it's heaven in your mouth. Unless you take a bite too soon and you burn your mouth. It's Ouch. not so good. <laughs> And this was created in Minnesota. So they say. And so you grew they up say. eating these? I did. Yeah. So it's I been mean, a... there's a lot of places in Minnesota you can get a so-called Juicy Lucy. And there's a couple of places that claim they did it first. It's a it's a really big, you know, there's debates every day about this in Minnesota. Like, who really was first? You guys got to go up there, take a little trip, can you and get then those? take a you Juicy Lucy tour. You can't get those down here, right? You can't say know of any place in Kansas City that has anything like that, which is just kind of a missed opportunity. I mean, yeah. I spent Come a year on, in Casey Minneapolis. I had a Juicy Lucy. It was fantastic. Really? Yeah. So good. Man, you got to bring that down here. Is there any way you could get those delivered here? Like if we you got can't eat a Juicy Lucy unless you're in Minnesota. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It'll be about six hours. <laughs> oh, there's a, oh, there's there's a, a birthday. birthday going on happening. Can you hear that? I can hear a little bit of it. All right. So guys, oh, there's one more thing on my list of cocktail things. They say the last thing you need in a 1960s cocktail party is to relax and enjoy yourselves. Forget about all of the civil unrest and sure. have a great time. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Wait a minute. Just Wasn't keep that drinking those cocktails. <laughs> All right, I've got a yes. a questionnaire. This will be the one of the last things we do here tonight okay. in our delicious, amazing holiday cocktail extravaganza. I this don't is, want it to end. I know. Let's just keep going. I've got a <laughs> lot of material here, guys. Let's just see how long we can go until they kick us out of here. This is a Kansas City Christmas checklist. I want to know if you guys have done any of this. Okay. Chris, this is for you. Brady, yes. Katie. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm ready. Here we go. This is. They say these are the top nine things to do in Kansas City during the holidays. So now, I know. is this a competition? Because I feel like I'm going to have to lie. Not a competition. Not a competition? Not a competition. Not a competition. Okay. Just, and if you have more feelings on the subject, just say, okay. just let me know. Okay. Um, I bet $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not kidding. a competition, but if you lose, you owe us $1,000 okay. Okay, in singles. You will have that's to fair. try to oh. dunk a basketball. <laughs> you, you and Pac-Man Jones are the only people who like go to get singles at the bank. All right, okay. here we go. So uh, let me know Titans if you maybe these, this could be a yay or nay. This could be okay. yay or nay. Yay or nay. If you've done it, and if you feel very strongly on the subject, please let me know. Number one, the Crown Center Ice Terrace. Yay. 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 Never done it. Are you an ice skater? Have you ever ice skated? When I was young, not as an adult. And Katie, being from Minnesota, you're probably amazing at ice skating, right? I wouldn't say amazing, <laughs> but I did take up figure skating. My little brother played hockey. No way. Yeah. That's and cool. so while he was skating around in the mites or the whatever they were, those little the little guys on the ice, I was taking figure skating lessons, doing figure eights. That's awesome. Crossovers. That's awesome. I like that you talk about butts. it like I took up figure skating, like I took up chess. <laughs> I just like I'm doing I had triple to pass axles. The time while he was. Man, you, you have to start out young with that because I feel like I tried doing it a couple years ago and my ankles are just like weak. Figure skating? Yeah. Your skates Figure might skate. not have been tight enough. <laughs> yeah, if, 
<laughs> you definitely I tried to, to do some jumps and it just didn't work out. Have good. you seen? What, what are your opinions on I Tonya? Oh, I haven't seen I Tonya. Oh, you got to see it. I have to see that. I, I want to. Thanks for Chris cried me. like a baby, right? I, I cry. <laughs> my wife will tell you I cry in every movie. Yeah, I also okay. cry in every movie, so yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Chris, what's this? What's the strangest movie you've cried during, or or that you would not expect you a person to cry well, during? There's two things I do. Like I laugh and scream with joy at the worst parts of every movie like so Copland we went <laughs> we went and saw Copland that was not the movie and I thought he was at say. some point in Copland when uh, they were making fun of Sylvester Stallone I started crying and my wife was like what's wrong I said, I think I'm an idiot, and I just started crying, and then... That was uh, when S- Sylvester Stallone put on some weight for yeah, that role. Yeah, and then yeah. Sylvester Stallone started shooting and killing everybody. I started laughing with <laughs> incredible joy, and my wife goes, you shouldn't be laughing at this part. So that was probably the most awkward moment I've had. Katie, what's the most awkward crying during a movie experience you've had? I don't know. Uh, they're all... It's never awkward for me. I just try... My most authentic self when I'm getting emotional and feeling touched by the themes of the movie and I, I feel a greater connection to humanity and nothing beats that feeling. Okay. I bawled like a baby when I saw Pulp Fiction. I don't know if you guys <laughs> <laughs> were touched in that manner. By I that was movie. not touched no. by Pulp Fiction. I laughed through all of Pulp Fiction. Oh, sorry. We, we kind of got off subject. So yes. these are Kansas City Kansas Christmas, Christmas. Oh, checklists. Oh, wow. Number two, the plaza lighting ceremony. Yep, been there. Done that. Yeah, it. I went for the first time this year, oh, and I'll really? never go again. Why? <laughs> Too bad. No, it was very anticlimactic. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, how do you not get Pat Mahomes up there to pull the... 100%. Yeah. Oh, was I mean, he flipping the switch? He no. was not. Oh. That's it was what... Sly James. Sly James was at the mayor's Christmas tree lighting at Crown Center. Yeah, that's his deal. Yeah. yeah. He, keeps yeah. It he went to the plaza as well? Everywhere. No, yeah. He does keep it frosty, though. He keeps it but, frosty. But... but <laughs> I mean, it was fun. I'm glad we went, but it, it's like a one-time thing. Yeah. I don't, it's cool, and I love the plaza, and I love the lights, but have you guys done the plaza lights? I've never done it. I will shout out to uh, Mike Judd, Sun Eaters guitarist, who reads the Casey Star cover to cover every day, and every year goes to the plaza lights. So he's a very, Respect. he's a traditionalist. I love him for it. You got to go at least once. Yeah, it's... I went, but again, I have three kids, three daughters, 10 and under, so like, I spend the whole time going, stay close, get over here, stop doing that, don't fall down, stand up. You no know. touching. Yes, yes. No. What? Is, what's with the smiling? All right, here's another one. The Christmas in the Park at Longview Lake. Have you ever done that? My station sponsors that, so we're out there. I did, oh, I'm aware of that, but no, I've never been there. I We did, you know, what I went to for the first time this year was Trip the Light, which is the night before, which is a bike ride around the park. Whoa. It had to have been at least a 1,000 people. Really? On bicycles, like with Christmas at lights, night? and oh, that's at cool. night, it was really awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was, was it really cold. It was pretty cold this year. It's still a thousand, at least a thousand people, if not more. That's fun to go to. A Christmas in the park is fun to go to on like a weeknight when it's not very busy. But if you yeah. go on like a Friday or Saturday, you're waiting in a line, it really like out the park. Yeah. Yeah. But if so, you go on like a early in December, like on a weeknight, it's kind of cool. But well, we always go to the first night where they do the fireworks to our radio station oh, at right. the right. Santa shows up and Frank White and the mayor's there again. Right. Frank White. He gets around. Keeping it frosty always. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Sly James. Gonna miss him. Christmas light displays. uh, It says here the legends and like all the all the the popular neighborhoods where they have all the the neighborhood like do theme lights. Mission Hills. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's always fun to drive through. Yeah. 
driving yeah. around to see lights. Do you ever lights. do that? Do you ever drive around and see to see yeah. lights? Like if they I, give you I a like list that. of like houses that have the crazy lights. I've never done the whole like get in a limousine and drive around. I bet that would be really fun though. That I would, would be do fun. that on a date. That would yeah. be a fun date night activity. So maybe a future Katie dates holiday theme <laughs> could be. All right. So is this your Crown Center, the mayor's Christmas tree? You guys yes. like to go to Crown oh, Center? Yeah. Yeah, Crown Center's awesome. It's down in that Union Station thing I already fawned over. Yeah. You know, I think it's just an amazing part of town. You could do a two-in-one there because you'd go ice skating. Yeah. And see See the 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 mayor's Christmas tree. And then hop over to Union Station. And take a train somewhere. Just get on a train. 100. Southwest Chief, go to L.A. Be a hobo. Right? Get your bindle. I mean, I think Get we've all been a hobo over the holidays, right? Hobo for the holidays. Tradition? That could be a new that's, promotion. That's my favorite Christmas that's, movie. That's the Hallmark movie that needs to be made. Chris, can we start writing hobo for the holidays? Well, I think it's uh, Gene Shalit and uh, Tim <laughs> Tim Conway in Hobo for the Holidays. Have you never seen that film? No. It's a Hallmark Hallmark film. It says here, holiday shopping on the plaza or at your favorite shopping mall. Do you guys shop a lot for the holidays? Are you into the whole hustle and bustle of the season? I'm more of an experiences over things. So my siblings and I, every year, we have a tradition. We go bowling. We go bowling and we take turns buying pitchers of beer. And it's great. That sounds awesome. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of Amazon and the two-day shipping on (laughs) December 23rd. Yeah. That's how I get down with the Did shopping. Did you guys get down with Cyber Monday this year? <laughs> nope. I don't buy gifts for Christmas. <laughs> really? I bought one gift. There's a funny story, but I can't tell it because it'll give away. Oh, wait. When is this coming out? Towards Christmas. Around Christmas. We just got a flaming drink. We're putting it down next to our recording equipment. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. What's this called? This is called the luau. We just got a flaming luau drink here. And there's cinnamon on top. And the waitress just told me, whispered in my ear, if you don't like cinnamon, don't mix it. <laughs> just like let it float. Let it float. Along okay. The top. Feels like a campfire. It is warm in here it too. It is getting I must... really hot with this drink in here. Uh, Kansas City Christmas checklist here. See a holiday show, the Nutcracker Ballet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rudolph at the Coterie or Christmas Carol. You guys ever go to see on any of those shows? Absolutely. And I did go on a hashtag Katie date to the Nutcracker. With the rocket once. scientist. Yeah, not the rocket scientist. It oh. wasn't this year. Oh, not this year. It was year. another year. Okay. Different guy. Um, and it was pretty fun. That guy sucked, but. <laughs> In a limousine or just no a town car? No, not a town car. I, I believe I drove and I paid for the tickets. We just saw Rudolph at the Coterie with my family and all of our nieces and nephews a couple weeks ago. Oh. And during the blizzard, they didn't cancel it. The there show. are not a lot of people at the show. <laughs> the show must go on. The show must yeah. go on. I and it was kind of cool because we saw Rudolph and in Rudolph there's a blizzard oh, yeah. in the show. And then there was an actual blizzard outside. So, so were, you, were you the only five people in the There were about the ten house? people, yeah. But we still liked it. They put on a great show. Oh. Winter Fest at Worlds of Fun. You guys ever been to Winter Fest? I was there opening night the oh, last two years. What no did way. you think? I like it. Yeah? It's kind of cool. They do a show. It looks like a lot of fun. I mean, my uh, daughter, uh, she decorated cookies with Mrs. Claus. That's awesome. Uh, rode some rides. I think it's smart. I think it's smart use of the Worlds of Fun, right? 
I mean, yeah, because before it was never open at right. past uh, uh, Halloween, and now it's, it's a open. bummer if you work at Worlds of Fun so much for having the time <laughs> and off. And I think they have some rides that yeah. are open. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fury rides. of the Nile. Yeah, that's definitely no, that's there. definitely closed. <laughs> Not open during the winter, no. but that would be it, fun. I, no, we went. It, it was cool. It's cool. It's uh, the opening show. There was snow. They brought down snow. They made it snow. I would say I make it rain. They I've make heard. It snow. I've heard rumors that say do not. <laughs> Breathe in that snow. Don't catch it on your tongue? Yeah, it might not be safe. Okay, I'll remember Chemical that next year. It might be asbestos. Yeah. But uh, that's Probably just not. a rumor. And then the last one on the list, Chris, you know a lot about this one. Parkville's Christmas on the River. You know, of all the things you've read, that's the only thing I've done. <laughs> and uh, this year featured uh, Chris Cardwell, his new solo record out on Lotus Pool Records. I'm going to get that... <laughs> That plug in. Chris is the uh, owner and uh, chief executive CEO, officer. Yeah, CEO, CEO, founder, um, co founder. So he was dressed like Santa and landed on a roof or came up, rode a boat on the he, river? He was describing it as if there were a number of Christmas songs he had to learn, and like there would be moments in the show where he then on cue had to perform various Christmas songs that he didn't know until. And that I was day. like, why aren't you performing songs from your album? <laughs> So that we can promote your album on Christmas on the River. This is a thousand people crowd. It's, it was a big point of contention between Chris and I, but we got through it. You guys fought. You wrestled. Oh, no, I'd, he'd kick my ass. Okay. I, don't, I would right. never trifle with. So what do, they do on, what do they do on Christmas on the River besides that? They, um, <laughs> what you they just have uh, people singing. They have uh, Santa Claus. It's, you know, it's... it's is oh, and Mayor they have a, James there? They have a... Is who? I know it's Parkville, and they have Sly their own James mayor, is there as well. But I figured oh, he just got a Rick very James. busy schedule. <laughs> Rick James. My wife has met George R. R. Mountain Martin. Really? <laughs> George R. R. Mountain. <laughs> George R. R. Mountain. That's his uh, wrestling name. <laughs> Did you know that George R. R. Martin Martin is a wrestler under the name George R. R. Mountain? <laughs> My wife has met Rick James as well. She's met Kim Kardashian. She's met J.R.R. Tolkien. No, wait. She's met George J.R. Smith from the George Cleveland Cavaliers. Mountain. And she's met uh, Rick James. <laughs> All true stories. You lived in the same apartment complex as Rick James when he we died. Did. Rick James when he lived passed away. at Oakwood, and he would come out every... Uh, I just told my daughter this the other day. So when my daughter was For young... Real? Yeah, so yeah. when my daughter was four years old, we were living at Oakwood in the summers, and uh, I'd go to work, and Rick James would come out at lunch at the pool, and he would shake everybody's hand. He'd shake my wife's hand, he'd shake my daughter's hand, and then he'd go back in. And, we, and my wife didn't know who he was until we, because he looked so different in his elder years. When his mustache was shaved, he right. looked kind of weird, yeah. And yeah, when he wasn't carting around um, the woman from The Exorcist, uh, what was her name? Uh, Linda Blair. Linda Blair, yeah, they were dated for a long time. And the Mary um, Jane girls. But then uh, when he died, we saw a picture of him, you know, closer to his death, and my wife was like, that was the guy that would shake our hand every day at lunch. And oh so God. I just recently told my daughter that Rick James shook her hand several times throughout that summer. She's like, the guy who wrote Super Freak? I met that guy? I'm like, you definitely met him. Your daughter's like a huge Rick James she fan. She is right a huge now. Rick James fan, <laughs> and she had no idea that she had met Rick James in her formidable years. That will, will like, shape, shape, shape her, her life. life from here on out. 
That was definitely better than my uh, grandma once met uh, Jimmy Stewart story. (laughs) No, that was a good story. It's the top of me. No, no, no. Okay, Katie, Katie, do you have a celebrity story you'd like to share with everyone since Chris and Brady both have a amazing celebrity story? Well, I didn't even. That was my grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, did your grandparents Um, ever meet a famous 1940s (laughs) film actor? You know who my grandparents were friends with? Tiny Tim. (laughs) Oh, no. really? Wait, wow. was he from Minnesota? Yeah, there's a Minnesota connection there. What about Bob Dylan? Ever run into him? Um, you know, my dad actually, though, he tends to meet a lot of famous people in his line of work. You know what he does? He and his wife make infomercials. Nice. Uh, so yep. is he like the guy that falls down at the beginning of them, or um, he's a producer? He no, uh, oh. his wife is the producer. My dad, he sort of runs the books. Okay. Of the business, but my stepmom is the director, producer, sometimes the talent, <laughs> definitely the voiceover. She's the girl that can't get the Tupperware opened, and then it yeah. flips and falls. Yeah. And it's in she black slips. and white. There's a big red X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We shoot a yeah. lot of those actually here in Kansas City, and I actually cast a lot of those. Really? I bet you do. Yeah. I bet you do so, with exposure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if you ever see an amazing infomercial at two in the morning, that's usually... They've worked with people such as Paris Hilton, Mario Lopez... Here you go. All right, I've got 12 more Christmas oh things. Oh, my God, just, no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I don't. Let me get back to you guys because you were on the show. I'm sure you've had a lot of people stop you in the street and say, hey, I heard you guys on Taco Town. I mean, the I town. can't even walk yeah. down the street. Yeah. I, I mean, can't get on a scooter. Once you're on the show, people are going to stop you and talk to you about tacos from here on out. How has your life changed taco-wise since you've been on Taco the Town? Anything? Well, um, my coworkers seem to respect me a lot more. Nice. I'm glad. Yeah. It's about really damn impressed. time. Yeah. <laughs> it really is about <laughs> damn time. I will say that uh, tacos have been much more in the forefront of my life since I came on. I don't know that I respected tacos at the level I should have before you guys. You were a big suburban taco. You were like, oh, this taco's a little too authentic. You were all like, <laughs> I love the, the classic suburban taco. You were like, I That's love true. the crunchy shell. The I beef. do love a crunchy shell. I'm still sticking with the crunchy shell. I like crunch, but I think about tacos a lot more than I used to. <laughs> I've hung tacos on my Christmas tree this year. Mm. Uh, tacos have been hung with care by the fireplace. They're Actual a central tacos, part of my diet, and I appreciate you guys for that well yeah me too i mean tacos this podcast is really i've had a taco awakening you know our, our that's a good way to put good it. friend cole had a taco awakening i think he was the one to first put it taco into words awakening. yeah 2018 we set out to make this the year of the taco trying to get tacos mainstream mission accomplished i think we did it guys you should be on cheers a, to that you should be on a aircraft carrier with a big <laughs> mission accomplished sign Behind you, you did it because all you did it. All the fighter pilots in a With row, all those, <laughs> all those World <laughs> War II fighter pilots swinging, swinging around in their that wheelchairs, deck. just saluting you. If that story is not true, <laughs> but if it is, it does. I swung for the fences on that one. If it is true, I hope all I don't our think listeners this podcast understand. Podcast has fact 
check her. We do yeah, not follow up on anything on this but podcast. If, if you say it, true. it is real. It <laughs> happened. Yes. If believe you believe, it. I swung for the fence. That's Vincent. dangerous. <laughs> I went out on a limb. Now, have any of you guys had any new taco places you've eaten at, or uh, have you uh, changed your taco your taco palate? Are you, are you still visiting yeah, some of the... Yeah, we had the Cuban... Yeah. Taco, like the Cuban sandwich taco. You I mean, weren't a fan mustard. of what was the mustard on that yeah, taco, right? Yeah, mustard on a taco. That just doesn't compute for me. I don't think that's legit. I stand by my I haven't had a mu- haven't had mustard on a taco since that taco. Yeah, um, that's sort of just a novelty. Like, that's kind of fun. Have you I eaten? like it for the novelty's sake. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I was thinking about on the way down. Again, not just on the way down here, but I've been thinking about tacos a lot since my taco awakening. Yeah. Why are tacos so hard to make at home? Right? It's really hard. For me, I find it's hard to make a good taco it's at home. It's a process. It, it's, I mean, right? Like, yeah, uh, granted. And I'll warm them up in the oven a little bit, but it's just. It, My wife can't. makes fantastic tacos. Does actually. she? Yeah, she does. It's not an Which easy. Which will credit be featured soon. Yeah, we'll have episode. some of her credit tacos. Credit to her because yeah. it's not an easy thing to make at home. Yeah. It's kind I've, of an I've, ordeal. Right, right. It totally is. You can't get the authentic tacos at home. You have to go out and seek those tacos yeah, out. Yeah, it's just not the same having a taco at home. I had mentioned that when I was first married, my wife and I were super poor. <laughs> my father-in-law would take pity on us and take us to Jalapeno's and I would just order I would eat baskets and baskets of chips and order the entire menu and he would not blink. He'd be like... This before Rick James was shaking everybody's hands. <laughs> this cool. was, yeah. I mean, Way Rick before James, that. Rick James came about six years later. <laughs> Yeah, Jalapenos is great. Yeah. I mean, we did that early on because that was one of the... It's your the, hometown oh, yeah. taco. Oh, yeah. I mean... And I hear a lot of the Jalapenos uh, workers and employees are fans of the show, so I just want to shout, shout out to out. Jalapenos. Yeah. We love your chips, Chris. Great chips and salsa at Jalapenos. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm still much love tripping out that your wife makes a good at-home taco. She does. She makes. My wife is a fantastic cook. In general, she makes the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Get out. Nope. Guaranteed. Come on. <laughs> Guaranteed. I can't tell if you're joking now. I don't no, know no, if this no, is no, a I, no, I still don't yeah. know. If He's not the I, villain. I, I am not the villain. <laughs> I cannot tell in if you the, really. Annette Bonicello film that you think I am. I don't, I don't know if it's the tiki drinks or the turtleneck. But I am so spun. Like I don't know if you really went on a party train with Bob Seger. Oh, he did. Holy shit! I was I How was in a Bob box. Bob Seger and Party Train go I in the got, same look, sentence. I got uh, box seats to Bob Seger. This is where I've come. I didn't even know I he used was still to go. Alive. He's seventy three. Wow. Still rocking. Oh my god. I, we I, found out. Me and Chris and, and Mike Judd from the Sun Eaters and Chris Cardwell from the Sun Eaters. We saw uh, Bob Seger. We found out that Bob Seger's all of his songs are about running cross country in it's high school. It's all about running. I know. Running. Oh, cross really? country. What's yeah. That? Like a rock is about running cross country. He completely diffused the myth that is about Chevy trucks. Well, what's n- the running song that's really famous? Uh, running against, against the, the wind. wind. Running against the wind. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He told us like Not a rock a is about, is about, he told <laughs> is about us, cross country. He made it sound like he came up to the box and had a conversation with us. He oh, told yeah. everybody there at the Sprint oh, Center. Oh, I was like, yeah. y'all have him as a guest. I missed that episode. He was yeah. on an episode of Taco. I missed the wife. That was the Bob, Bob Seger episode. He used I to come like out. 
remembered that episode. When Bob Seger would stay the night over at Rick James' place, he'd come out and shake hands with everybody. <laughs> Is that some sort of Patreon they come subscriber? Out That's a Patreon episode. Did I miss? Yes. Bob Mission Seger and Rick James were, had a relationship. <laughs> And they would come out holding hands and then shake hands with everybody, <laughs> which is cool. I'm How many um, taco joints do you think you have to go in Kansas City still? I mean, do you have an estimate on how many you've done? I've got 58? a list. I've got a list of 175 places. Stop. We are on episode 58, so we've got a, a ways are to you go. We've me? got a, we've got a ways to go. Does that it's, include Taco Bell's? Taco Bell's on there. Well, it's, I mean, Michael McMillan 100, right? is in charge of the Taco Bell. Michael McMillan does his Taco Bell reviews, yes. There's that many taco joints in Kansas City? Yeah, man. There's a wow. lot. And there's new ones popping up all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, I totally. Know. Armordale, my friend. Yeah, yeah, Armordale. well, sure. <laughs> you know, that was the thing on my episode. I said that hey, Kansas City was a good taco town, not a great taco town, but I forgot. It's actually a great taco town. Like, wow. there are a lot of taco places, so I take back my response. It is take a it great back. taco town. Seems like you had a taco awakening as well. I've had several taco <laughs> awakenings over the course of this year. There was that one time you told me you woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat with a taco awakening. And I you did. Just, you, you actually awoke during a taco. Tacos. Sweaty a taco I, awakening. I feel like, didn't you come to my house and knock on my door and ask me if I had a few moments <laughs> to talk about tacos? At three in the morning, yeah. Well, you were riding a bicycle, right? I was like, hello, You were dressed friend. in a white me, shirt a with a black tie. tie. Do you have a couple of minutes to talk about tacos? I we're always gonna do. We're going to start doing that. We yeah, got to go door, door to door, door more, yeah. With the... With the prophecy of the taco. <laughs> All right. I wish. Shutter we, be thy cheese. I wish. Thank you. Shutter be thy cheese. <laughs> right? Can we end this with a prayer, please? Let us um, pray. Let us pray. <laughs> Shutter be thy cheese. I wish we could keep this holiday party going. I mean, there's no copy machine nearby, so we can't go copy our butts on right. the uh, copy machine like they do at a lot of holiday <laughs> parties. Sure. Um, but, guys, I want to know how many. Golden tacos, would you give the drinks here at Tiki Cat? Tell me about your Tiki 17. Cat. What do you think about these drinks so here at Tiki Cat? what's the scale Katie's using? She threw out 17 <laughs> so fast. The scale is uh, 18. 1 to 18. What would you give it? Is that what you... Okay. I'm very... I take this seriously. I take... Scale is 1 to 18. What, what would you again. give it? How Sum many? it all up for me. What has your experience Katie's been? been crying the whole night. Katie it's like is she's bawling. She's like emotional. She's of Copland it's like she's watching reason. a movie and she's losing it. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> this is one of those George. places you need to come to. I couldn't drink very many. My stomach hurts so bad right now. Really? So Was bad. The sweetness? Yes. Oh, let's not say so that. bad right let's now. Say you can't it. take the sweetness. Oh. No, this place is amazing, and it's worth the stomach pain I'm dealing with. No, it's amazing. You get to ring a bell to get in. You need reservations. It's perfect, and it's worth it. And you don't even feel like you're in KC right no, now, right? The drinks no. are delicious. I mean, we're in a basement, but, but my it's like hurts. the coolest basement. <laughs> the coolest basement have a your, drink and a half your neighbor has ever yes. had. If I'm given the location, I'm giving it. I'm going to go with Katie. It's 17. I, but yeah, Chris, I don't know. What to, Chris, I would agree with you. Maybe this is a starter joint. Yeah, drink and a half. Right. And then you go hit. I kind of want to spend a whole day here. Like Katie, start at if, noon. If you were with a gentleman and he took you here Rocket for your scientist. first drink and a half. Let's just call him Daryl. Is, is that his name? Mm, Daryl, yes. His, <laughs> his name is Pete. 
So if, P, if PJ took you here. Pete Daryl took me to PD. Tiki Cat. They call him PD. So Is this a good date place? I think it would be a great it's date It's amazing, place. right? Oh, yeah. For a first date, that'd be a bold move, I think. Would Tiki it? Cat, yeah. Like, the drinks here are strong. They are strong. Friends, they are strong. So this would be a great uh, first date place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking... Well, you know, it depends on how you like to play. <laughs> I how mean, you like to roll the, the dice. I get a drink and a half. Yeah, I would give this place. Uh, I would, uh, on Katie's scale, a 17 out of five golden tacos. Yeah. If you are looking for a fun, hidden kind of secret, but not yes. so secret. A cocktail joint. This is if awesome. you're having a holiday cocktail party, come on down to Tiki Cat. You can uh, make your reservation on the website. Like in Rounders. Remember in Rounders like where in they Rounders. knock on the door? <laughs> I'm going to go it's home and watch Rounders Christmas. tonight. It's Guys, my favorite Christmas movie I'm gonna for cry. sure. I'm going to go home and cry through <laughs> Rounders tonight. You really should. Very aggressive. <laughs> all right, let's all end with our favorite verse from our favorite Christmas song. Chris, you want to sing a little of your favorite holiday verse for us? I like that. Here we are, happy golden days, happy olden days of yore. All our friends who are dear to us will be near to us once more. I love that Beautiful. one. Oh, so lovely. Who'd like to go next? Brady? Um, uh, not me. <laughs> Uh, I love Christmas in Hollis, but I'm going to have to Google the lyrics. Ah, that's a great the jam. The Run DMC track. That's from Die Hard yeah. as well. <laughs> 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 All right, stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin <laughs> Christmas's style that you used to. I look funny. But you home. That's okay. Wait, maybe that's not that a Christmas. Awesome. Humpty Dance Christmas? Why that did they never right? make that? That would be a great jam. I'm a big fan of the <laughs> Digital Underground, baby. Digital Underground Christmas for album. Life. Yeah, they should have put Anybody, out a Christmas uh, album. Favorite Christmas album? Anybody uh, who has a favorite where every hit, every song on it is a hit? I like oh the Mel gosh. Torme one. I, I love the Elvis Elvis's Christmas album. I love the Blue Christmas. Um, Cheech and Chong Christmas album. Are you going to grace Katie, us with you your see, favorite yeah, verse? Katie, I really Man, there, there is a lot of really great Christmas holiday music out there. It's so hard to choose. I hate to be but a Grinch. Phil Spector. Yes. Oh, nice. A Phil Spector Christmas. Look oh, that yeah. one up. Oh, it's so good. Do it. Let's hear it. Nah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm surprised that no one's brought up any of the like island-themed Christmas. Mickey Haka. Melakalikimaka <laughs> is the thing to say on a wild Hawaiian Christmas day. Or, how'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? Oh, nice. Yeah. Huh? There's so many Never good heard ones. that Those one. Two. That was amazing. That was impressive. Wait a minute. Are, are you, I was going to say a pointer sister, but that's not what I'm thinking <laughs> of. Uh, She's an Andrews sister. Andrews sister, that's what I'm like. <laughs> Can you ask. sing some Andrews sisters? Well, I don't have my other two sisters here with yeah, me to do you're that right, you're justice, right, you're right. so no. Does anybody know any of the Elvis Christmas jams? I didn't know Elvis did Christmas. Oh. Oh, 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 oh okay. Christmas. Without you. Oh, yeah, look at that. Right? Oh, yeah, look Oh, 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 oh,
I also love his um his uh That was amazing. Oh I, what about some Bob Seeger little drummer boy? Oh man, we could go on Bob forever. Bob Seeger uh, did a version oh, of yeah. Little Drummer Boy. Do the little drummer boy run oh, cross David country Bowie and Bing Crosby. <laughs> The classic. Oh, yeah. I got to admit, I kind of feel the same way about Christmas music as I do about Thanksgiving food. It's not that great, or else we'd listen to it year-round. Same oh. with Thanksgiving. Well, it's now, hold too, on a it's, second. It's kind of like tiki uh, drinks. You don't um, like, it's like tiki drinks. You, you don't like want to drink them every night. Thank you, Katie. I need, you, I need to intervene I mean, here because a bass player and founder of uh, Sun Eaters, Scott Hartley, has been long awaiting opening his new restaurant chain, Thanksgiving Town, where every night they serve Thanksgiving dinner. No. So uh, I can't allow you to to trash Thanksgiving. Once a year. It's not special if you have it every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's like somebody was saying the other day, why don't we eat stuffing every day of the year? I'd like to to flip the script there and say every day is special at Thanksgiving Town. (laughs) Fair enough. <laughs> That's the advertisement for Thanksgiving. The ta- I feel like the, the, the move there is to make the table super easy to flip over so you bring your dysfunctional family. Somebody goes nuts, flips a table. It's like one of the things. It's and like a you, theme. And you're saying that you, when you say your fu- dysfunctional family, you're talking about Specifically, my family, right? Because oh, no, we've talked no. a lot about my no, dark childhood. No, not at all. But there are ashtrays all over the place. Yeah, of course. You know. yeah, are there you these can awkward s- family <laughs> conversations all over the place, too? Yeah, and yeah, it's like... People I'd rather avoid. Again, once a year. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Happy holidays to you guys, Brady, yes. Katie. Thank you so much for being on so our nice special cheese. holiday cocktail episode. Katie and Chris. And I will say, I feel like we're going to start doing a Saturday Night Live thing, like repeat guests. For right? sure. And are we the first? You are the Alec Baldwins of this podcast. Thank you. I can Thank have you, you guys That's on twice, three times <laughs> yes. a year. I, li- I want to stay ahead of the pack. Oh, I you want to be in like the five timers club, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this five is your timer. Yeah, second yes. timers. So don't forget, we need to stay at the tacos. Like tacos, we want to be at the top. Technically, you are um, m- way more than five. You're in the five timers club because every episode features. That's true. For sure. Vocal. Have you gotten my, any my feedback voice. from that segment from your intro? Uh, I, I have not. In fact, <laughs> have you gotten any jobs? You're just from fine. That? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> Isn't that where the Grammy came from? But I think that. Oh, she didn't get a Grammy for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where you got your Grammy, right? No. If I didn't before, well, I do now. That's what I think about it. Now, Katie, what show are you in? Is this going to air before your show is over? Or yes, when's... I'm in a few holiday shows, but they're all going to be over by the time oh. you're listening oh, to no. this. I'm sorry. Well, plug your social also, media. Yeah, plug it. Plug um, you away. can follow me on Twitter. I tweet sometimes at CleverMetso. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. At Brady Goodman. I'm on Instagram. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for being a guest this year on Taco the Town. Have a happy new year, everybody. Thanks for being on the show. Have a happy holidays. Enjoy tacos responsibly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Try to sneak a taco into Tiki Cat. They frown upon it, so maybe you should not do that. Chris, do you have any parting words on our holiday episode? Well, I just thought this was a, a wonderful time with good friends. Thank you for your contributions to the podcast. Christmas time. Yeah. Wonderful Christmas time. It's been a it's simply <laughs> we're simply having a wonderful Christmas time <laughs> here today. Peace on Ooh. earth. Can
can it be? I think we learned from now. We'll see. Oh, time, Rory. Is that how it goes? <laughs> now, like Bill Cosby. Theo, you got to put the pudding into the parumpa pum pum. Don't let Claire get into the, the cupboard and get the pudding out. Rudy! Well, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Have yourself a very troublesome Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Check out Tiki Cat. If you're at Hopcat, try to yes. get in here, have some drinks. Guys, mm. thank you for talking cocktails with us and joining us at our cocktail party. Yes. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC as, or on uh, Twitter at Taco Bill the Town Cosby. KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or give us a taco tip, please send us a message to our email at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Chris, thank you. You're welcome. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog's available at lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat some tacos and go drink some cocktails. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Cheers. Lotus Pod.